Uh, Simon, if I can come to you now, Volodymyr Zelensky earlier dialed the American president. Tell us about the conversation that the two leaders had and what further assistance America is mulling at this point. Well, this is a series of conversations that has been underway between uh, President Zelensky and President Joe Biden. Also notable that President Zelensky held a video conference on Saturday uh, with members of the United States Senate. And that seems to have uh, been very significant in terms of resulting in members of Congress on Capitol Hill putting added pressure on President Biden to take uh, more stringent actions towards Russia uh, over its invasion of Ukraine. What the Ukrainian president has been uh, calling for for days now is the implementation of a no-fly zone. Uh, as we've already said on the program, there is no prospect of that happening because the Biden administration believes that that would put America and NATO on the slip slope uh, to a direct conflict with Russia that President Vladimir Putin and his senior uh, lieutenants have all indicated could go nuclear. Uh, so the ideas that are currently on the table are, first of all, this concept of encouraging Poland to provide fighter jets to Ukraine, not the pilots, just the jets, and then the United States would replace those planes, uh, backfill, in other words, the jets that get sent to Ukraine uh, to assist in Ukraine's air defences. Uh, the Russians have already indicated that they see that as tantamount uh, to uh, adding to, uh, to, to tantamount to creating, in essence, a declaration of war by the West on Russia. So it's going to be interesting to see how that advances. The other idea that is fervently on the table here now is banning Russian oil imports. And we've seen the White House move strenuously over the last few hours to prepare the American public for that eventuality and the inevitable increase in fuel prices uh, at petrol pumps from coast to coast. We earlier played out that appointed warning from Oratomi Zelensky for NATO saying that the alliance would be held responsible uh, for Ukrainian casualties uh, over its refusal to impose a no-fly zone. We have already established uh, what the NATO's position is on this front. But any reaction uh, from the White House, uh, from the United States uh, uh, leadership when it comes to the, uh, the appeals from Zelensky and uh, the concern that has been raised by the Ukrainian leadership over the consequences that this decision could have. Look, I think there's no question that President Zelensky's presentation on Saturday to members of the Senate uh, had an impact, particularly, uh, we are told, when he said to them, I may never see you again. I may not be alive to have another conversation with you. And that apparently uh, concentrated the minds of those senators who were on the call. But for the United States, at the end of the day, the line remains uh, the one between NATO and Russia. They don't want to do anything that is going to see NATO directly in conflict uh, with Russia, even if that is at the risk, ultimately, uh, of losing Ukraine. And one of the difficulties that the Biden administration is facing at the, uh, is that these harrowing pictures, I mean, if you look today at the front of the New York Times, which I've got right here, you know, right above the fold, the New York Times with the picture taken by its own photographer yesterday in uh, Erpine of those uh, civilians who were killed by uh, the Russians uh, who, after the Russians failed to observe uh, the ceasefire. 
Syria to uh, allow the creation of humanitarian corridors. News coverage like that is beginning to impact public opinion here, which is why we're seeing now a majority of Americans saying they would favor banning Russian oil imports, even though the price of petrol in some parts of the country is already hitting uh, for the modern era record levels. Right. Thanks very much, Simon, for those uh, inputs and perspectives. Now,